welcome to Obey Your Strengths with Gallup Certified Strengths Coach and self-proclaimed strengths geek, Kathy Kirsten. Are you struggling in your role as a manager? Does your team's performance meet your expectations? Do you want to level up your people management game in 2021? Well, this is the podcast for you. Hey there, Strengths fans. This is Kathy Kirsten, and today I'm talking about the five coaching conversations that drive performance. But first, I have to have a shout out to my friends who have joined me in my Strengths-Based Management course or the Influencing Through Strengths course. Welcome. It's so good to be with you again through this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this adds to the toolkit that we went through in our course together and you will leverage this content to be an even stronger manager. So let's get to it, y'all. The five coaching conversations that drive performance are as follows. Number one, the role and relationship orientation. This conversation can be a strengths-based conversation. This is where you get to know the people that you're working with. If you are a manager who leads with Relator, you need time to know and to be known with your employees. So I encourage you to take that time. It might even make great sense to get out of the office or get out of the typical work environment to hold this conversation or conversations. Perhaps it happens over lunch or over a series of coffee meetings, uh, but get to know each other personally. I encourage you to have a strength-based conversation where you really focus on each other's top five. Perhaps you share about your top five and give examples of how you see your top five helping your you achieve your role as a manager. And it tells more about your management style and then asking the employee to share more about their top five and how they utilize their strengths to get their job done. This conversation is a huge investment in the trust bank. We constantly want to be making deposits into the trust bank and the role and relationship orientation conversation is one of the ways to do that. I like to call this conversation the alignment conversation because it's when you're getting aligned to your employee, you're helping the employee align to their job role, to the team, to the organization itself, to the mission of the organization. And so much of that is just a a conversation, learning about each other and guiding your new employee through their onboarding process onto your team, as well as into their job. The second conversation that drives performance is the quick connect. Now, this conversation is more of like the management by walking around, but it's this 10 minute or less connection that you make with your employees at least once a week, sometimes daily, that just gives them an opportunity to have accessibility to you. You can utilize this time to give quick kudos, a little bit of direction if they need it, to check in on progress if if needed. But this quick connect is just to give attention when it's due. Unfortunately, I know many managers who are only managing their people. This is the only conversation they're having. They're only managing by walk around management. And it's such a shame that they aren't being more intentional about developing relationships and developing their employees through coaching conversations. This quick connect is very important 
because you want to give attention to all of your people. Ignoring them or being unaccessible to them is the worst thing we could do. So Quick Connect solves for that, right? Spend 10 to 15 minutes with your employee. Uh, For those of you who have been listening to my podcast for a while, Episode 21 was all about the three C's in, in driving a conversation with your employee. The three C's reminding you, connect, coach, and celebrate. Larry G, Larry Guillory does a fantastic job of doing that. And we talked about that in depth in that podcast. Man, that's a great format for a quick connect. The takeaway from quick connect is that we made ourselves available and accessible to our employees. So make sure to put it into your to-do list to do on a very regular basis. The third conversation that drives performance is the check-in. Now, I'm used to calling these things a one-on-one. It's part of my vocabulary that I coach managers on. Tell me about the quality and the cadence of your one-on-ones. I ask that question often. And I have found that those who are doing really high-quality one-on-ones keep a better pulse on their employees' engagement as well as their goal attainment and their performance. So the focus of the check-in is to understand your employees' progress as well as their performance. I hope that all strength-based managers are practicing no surprises management. What that means is that we stay so connected to our employees, and we're regularly giving them feedback that our employee at the end of the year or the end of the six months, whatever the performance period is, that they would not be able to say, I'm surprised about the uh, rating that I got for the past six months or 12 months. There should be no surprises. And as a manager, we should hold ourselves accountable to giving the feedback on a regular basis, as well as gathering feedback from our employees on a regular basis. So there's no surprises at the end of the year. Here are some ideas of things that you can fill up that check-in time with, this one-on-one with. Now, some managers like to do 30-minute sessions. Uh, Some managers like to do 60-minute sessions. The time doesn't matter as long as we are following up on a few of these things. Number one would be, are we reinforcing expectations during that time? Or you should be, right? Um, Checking in on workload for the employee Are they underutilized, overutilized? Where are they at on how much workload they have? You should be updating goals, checking in and updating goals. And, And most of the organizations that I work with, the pace of work is through the roof. So many times what is a priority in Q1 is no longer a priority at the end of Q2, or we've checked off that box and we're already ready for something new. And perhaps a performance cycle hasn't even passed yet. So goal obtainment, goal progress, goal updating is essential to great management. I also encourage you to identify roadblocks in these check-ins. What is holding people back? Um, I have made it a practice when I was a leader within Rackspace, I made it a practice to ask this very simple question. And I give it to you today (laughs) for your own management toolkit. Here's the simple question. At the end of each one-on-one or check-in, I, and if we had time, I would say, 
what two things can I do for you? It's an upgrade on to the what can I do for you question or how can I help you in which most people say nothing. I'm good. Can't think of anything. But whenever you orient it around two things, it makes your employee want to fill out the two things, right? Your Their mind focuses in on how can I answer this question one and two. And, and I found it as a clarifying question to help me focus on how best to support my employees. So I encourage you to steal that. You can have it. It's a great question. Uh, add it to the end of your check-ins. One o- other way to have a quality check-in or one-on-one with your employees is to customize it based on their strengths right? So if you're managing an achiever, know that they like to have a list. So ask them about what kind of agenda they would like to have in their one-on-ones with you. You can create the agenda yourself, but you could also push it out onto them and say, hey, this is your time. What kind of things would you like to cover on a regular basis? If you're managing maximizers, spend some of your time together optimizing their job role, optimizing team culture, inviting conversations that focus on optimization getting good to great, right? In multiple areas. So utilize that time with your maximizers. If you're managing a person with ideation, they would enjoy spending some of their time with you uh, brainstorming new ways of doing things, possibility thinking around problems that they are addressing. So you, you can drive that and coach towards that. Don't be afraid to utilize what you know about someone's strengths in the check-in. Actually, that's the whole purpose of this strength-based language is to help us meet the needs of our employees. Have us help our employees obey their strengths. Okay, conversation number four is the developmental coaching conversation. As a maximizer, this happens to be my favorite type of conversation because it focuses on strengths not weakness fixing, but strength building. The purpose of this conversation is for us to give the employee direction, support, sometimes advice when they're exploring career, aspirational or developmental opportunities. This is a proactive conversation that you as the manager drive. How impressed will your employees be when you make an intention to check in up to four times a year on how are you growing? Where do you want to grow in the future? What are you learning lately? What more do you want to learn? What are your aspirations? What are your dreams? How are you moving towards those? And how can I support you in doing that? How can I, as your manager, expand your view to all the opportunity that exists for you in this organization? Now, if you feel kind of strapped in this current business situation that we have going on in 2021, that you don't have a lot to offer employees, look outside the organization. What opportunities does your employee have to chase passions and beliefs and values outside of the organization? Participating on board of directors of nonprofits in volunteerism roles, Uh, perhaps it's participating in cross-functional projects that are outside of your department or your team? How can you be the catalyst to helping that employee get it involved in things outside of your department? Get creative, 
but spend time with your employee talking about their strengths and how you can leverage them and where they want to grow into the future. This developmental coaching conversation drives employee loyalty, especially for your high performers. Number five, the progress reviews. Now, most of us refer to this as the performance review, and it's, it happens once a year, maybe twice a year, and usually there's a foreboding feeling from employees that are moving into this conversation with you, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I challenge you as a manager to create a progress review or performance review that energizes and, and excites employees. And here's a couple of tips of how to do that. Take time to gather information and reflect. Busy, busy managers don't have a lot of margin in their calendar to do proper reflection. But if you only are doing a progress review once or twice a year, you owe it to yourself and the employee just to pause for 10 to 15 minutes and think back, maybe even up to an hour, think back over the, the, the time frame that you are doing a review on. Think through, look at the person's top five. Think of examples of ways you have seen this individual shine through their strengths. Think about their accomplishments, list them out. How can you celebrate this employee? If formal progress reviews are more of a celebration versus this check the box activity that feels painful, kind of like visiting the dentist every six months, you will transform the culture of your team. So take time to reflect. Now, I also said gather feedback, and I invite you to and inspire you to think, thinking about getting feedback from your employees' biggest customers, right? Whether it's a internal customer or external customer, ask some questions of those customers and ask how, what feedback they'd like to share for your employee and include that in their formal progress review. Leaders who are leading this conversation well are asking employees to do self-evaluations. This evaluation, this progress review, should really be a two-way conversation. It's not just about the manager delivering the, the good news or the bad news to the employee. It should be more of a dialogue. Topics that are fair game for this progress review include the employee's purpose. It's okay to ask them to describe why they do what they do. You should be talking about their goals, asking what they want to accomplish, their career goals, not just the goals that you have for them uh, for their own job performance, but also what goals do they have for themselves. Bring metrics into the conversation. Talk about what measurements the the employee is using to know if they are successful, what you are measuring them on, what their customers are measuring them on. Another fair game topic for this conversation is development once again. Even though you might be having that development conversation, have that future-oriented conversation in the progress review. Help them connect to the work that they have been doing, to the work that they will do in the future, or the ways they will grow into the future. Spend time talking about how this individual contributes to the overall team. Are they a team player? Do they have great team habits and hygiene? Are they great partners to certain people? Who are their partners? Who do they want to partner with closer? Spend some time talking about their contribution to the overall team. And last but not least, 
Discuss the employee's well-being. If 2020 taught us anything, it taught us that our work lives blend in with our personal lives in more ways than we probably want it to. And from my perspective, it's all life, right? So we are one holistic person. I'm not a different person at work than I am at home. I utilize different strengths in both of those capacities or utilize them in different ways. But I am a whole person. I'm a complex person. I think we all are as individuals. So it's okay to have a well-being conversation, to ask about their overall life satisfaction, including things like their finances, their community involvement, their social activities, and their health. All of those topics are influencing their performance, whether we want to admit it or not. So great managers invite the well-being conversation. So there you have it. Those are the five coaching conversations that drive high performance. Number one, the role and relationship orientation that happens at the early stages of your relationship with the employee. Number two, the quick connect. This ongoing, daily, sometimes weekly, 10 to 15 minute check-ins, these quick connections that make a manager available to their employees, gives opportunity to give immediate feedback as well as quick kudos and just staying connected with your employee. Number three, the check-in or what I like to call the one-on-one where we spend 30 minutes to 60 minutes with our employee on a regular cadence, sometimes as few as once a month, sometimes as many as once a week, where we are talking about progression and performance. Number four, the developmental coaching conversation. That once a year, up to four times a year, dedicated conversation that talks about how the employee is growing and how to help them achieve their career aspirations. And number five, the progress review. The time that we take to celebrate successes, prepare for future goals, and discuss development opportunities in a way that helps connect the employee to their job, their team, the mission of the organization, and ultimately to you, their manager. One last idea for the day. Gallup says, Becoming an effective coach is the most important skill any manager can develop. How employees interpret their value to the organization, even their pay, will be a direct reflection on how they are coached. So managers, make this the year that you transform your management into being a great coach. Thanks for tuning in today. If you would like more information about the content that I shared today, I direct you to Gallup's newest book called It's the Manager. You can find it on the Gallup website or, of course, on Amazon.com. Thanks, friends, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Obey Your Strengths. To learn more about Kathy or hire her for your company or private coaching, visit ObeyYourStrengths.com. You can also find her on Instagram at Kathy.Kirsten. Obey Your Strengths is produced by Kirsten Consulting, LLC, in association with Game Day Media out of San Antonio, Texas.